0: Michael Vonin. Welcome to the Tolkien Lore Channel. I'm the Tolkien Geek, and in this video, in the next couple of videos, I'm going to go into detail on some parts of the story that I've mentioned in other videos but never really gone into detail, and that's the Old Forest, Tom Bombadil, and the Barrow Downs. And all this kind of takes place over the course of two or three chapters in the book, and all of it gets left out of both Peter Jackson's movie movies and the much older animated movie from back in the 70s that some of you may have seen, may not have seen. Um, And it's partially left out, mainly just because it's, it's a lot of time is eaten up and it doesn't really advance the narrative a whole lot. And so it's kind of understandable why it gets left out of the movies. I mean, if you actually look at the novels, The Fellowship is actually the longest book by a good margin. And it ends up being the shortest movie in Peter Jackson's trilogy because there's just you know if you chop all that out it shortens it a lot but you know i mean it, it just doesn't it doesn't push the plot forward it just has it's a lot more like the hobbit there's just kind of episodic adventures along the way and that's you know it's part of what makes the book interesting and so that's why i want to talk about it because if you haven't read the book you're missing out on some really interesting stuff that kind of points at history in middle earth and and some other things that are really worth knowing it's just that it didn't make the cut for the the films so Without any further ado, in this video, let's get started with the Old Forest. So I've mentioned in a previous video that in the books, the way that Frodo leaves the Shire is very different from the way that he leaves in the movies. And that involves kind of a ruse where he sells back End, he pretends to move to Crick Hollow, which is near Buckland where Mary and the other Brandybucks live. And then they From there, they set out on the actual journey, and the plan is to go through the Old Forest. And it it wasn't necessarily the original plan, but because they're being chased by the Black Riders, and they want to lose their trail, and they want to be as secretive as possible while leaving the Shire, Mary suggests going through the Old Forest, which is on the borders of Buckland. Now, what's interesting about the Old Forest is that basically all the Hobbits think of it as a really creepy place, And Mary kind of plays it off and says it's not as bad as everybody else thinks. The Bucklanders go in there from time to time, and there's not really a huge problem. But then he also admits, well, there was this time that, you know, we built a hedge around the forest, and then the trees didn't like that, and the trees attacked the hedge, and so we started a bonfire and burned them back, and that was kind of the last major thing that happened. And, of course, the reader's going, wait, what? The trees didn't like it? The trees attacked? Of course, if you... If you're familiar with the later story, you know that there's such things as ints in the world, but at this point in the novel, you're not familiar with any of that, and so if you haven't read the story before, you're already thinking, what is up with these trees? And of course, I've also mentioned in a previous video how the there may be some connections between the ints and some of the things that go on inside the old forest. It's not really clear. Tolkien never really explicitly connects the two, but it's definitely hinted at. Anyway, the point being, the old forest is kind of held with a sense of dread by most hobbits because they have these kind of stories in their background, but the Bucklanders are a little more familiar with it. Mary says, you know, we go in there from time to time, and, you know, it's not that big of a deal. He knows of a track that you can follow that will take you through or whatever, but he also admits that sometimes the trees seem to move around and things change places, and it's not really all that clear so again, you're, it, it's funny because Merry is kind of playing down the worry, but at the same time he's admitting things that ought to give any, any reasonable person good cause to worry. So that's kind of the backdrop for how they get going. Frodo is you know, probably not super happy about the idea, but again, being chased by the Black Riders, he's not, he wants to make sure that he loses their track, doesn't get caught by them, and this is the safest way to do that, and he's trusting Merry's judgment. That doesn't necessarily go well, although it all does turn out well in the end. So let's kind of get into what happens once they're in the forest. Once the hobbits enter the forest, it is very much like Mary said. There's definitely some weird things going on. Even Mary ends up having a hard time finding the trail that he's he's described as being a safe trail to follow. Uh, and again, he refers back to the fact that sometimes the trees do seem to move Things change. Um, and the other thing about it is they all find it rather oppressive. You know, it's like the air is heavy and it's it. they feel like they're being watched by something with a sense of malice behind it. And, of course, this, again, is kind of a similar feeling to Fangorn where Treebeard shows up because a lot of the same atmosphere is there, just a little less... Evil intent, I mean, you still have that sense of age, there's a watchful presence, that sort of thing, but in in the old forest, it's very much hostile because in as Mary describes the history of the old forest, there you know there was a legitimate battle between the hobbits and the trees at some point in history, at any rate, Mary and the hobbits do eventually find the track, they eventually find a glade that he was trying to find. And that's kind of the the first major landmark that they're trying to reach on their way through the, the old forest. And so the theory is he's going to you know, find the track, get to this glade, and then continue along the trail until they can get back to the main road. So once they find the glade, they start following the track again. And then again, he starts having difficulty keeping to the track because, again, things seem to have moved since the last time he was in there. Uh runs into more problems, and over time they start to realize that every difficulty they run into seems to force them to move further east as opposed to north. East leads them towards the, the River Withywindle, which Mary even says, you don't want to go near the river, that seems to be where most of the weirdness happens. North is where they want to go because that's the direction of the road. So they're trying to go north, but everything that they encounter seems to keep pushing them east, and Mary eventually says, the forest isn't going to let us go where we're going to go. We might as well just go where it lets us, or turn back. And even turning back doesn't seem plausible, because when they turn back, it looks like some of the path that they've already gone through has been closed off to them. So it's, again, there's that sense of there's a very hostile presence there. So eventually they do just go east, and what do you know, they run into the River Withywindle. And at this point, they're all so hot, stuffy, and just miserable from you know trying to get through all the obstacles that the forest has put in their way, that they're actually pretty happy to have come across the river because they could cool off, get some water, refresh themselves a little bit. But then things take a little bit of a turn for the worse again, and that's when we meet Old Man Willow. So let's talk about him a bit. Now Old Man Willow I've mentioned in at least one other video, and I can't remember for sure which one, uh, but if I can find it, I will link to that in the description below. The Old Man Willow is just this giant willow uh, near the the River Withywindle in this kind of an open space in the forest, and you get the idea definitely that and you you get this explicitly later, but the old man Willow is essentially kind of the cause of everything weird that goes on in the forest. He's kind of like the ringleader uh that makes all the other trees do what they do, and of course that's why they end up near him. you know he's old man Willow is essentially making sure that the forest brings these hobbits to where he's at because he wants to take as much revenge out on two legged creatures as he can for all the things that have happened to the forest. Plus, he's just kind of a a mean tree. Uh, He's not like an int in the sense that he can walk around and stuff. But you do have to wonder if he's, you know, an int that, you know, like Treebeard later describes to Merry and Pippin. Eventually, just kind of went to sleep and never woke up, but still has some sentience going on. So, anyway, the hobbits start to try to cool themselves off in the river and whatnot, and they're also really tired and. Very suddenly tired, which is a little weird. So they all kind of talk about taking a nap, and the willow has a lot of shade. They decide, you know, they're going to take a nap under this tree. Frodo is sitting on one of the roots, cooling his feet in the river. Sam is the only one who kind of stays up, and he's like, This is just too weird. There's something wrong here. Of course, none of them know that the old man willow is, you know, what it is at this point. They just know it's a willow tree in the glade. So but Sam, as usual, being his commonsensical self, realizes there's no reason we should all be this suddenly tired, and there's no reason, you know, all of this stuff just doesn't add up. There's just too many things going on. It's just too weird. Sam, of course, being the most grounded commonsensical of all the hobbits, uh, and so he's, he's kind of trying to stay awake and put things together in his slow-thinking slow way, and then he hears a snap, and he hears a splash, and he realizes something's up. So he runs to the, runs to the willow, and he sees that one, Merry or Pippin, is gone, and the other, they've got feet hanging out of the tree, where once there was kind of a hollow space, but you can't see anything else, and he can't pull them out. And the splash, he realizes, was Frodo, who is now under a root in the river, So he's got this huge problem on his hands. His first task is to get Frodo out of the river before he drowns, which he does with some difficulty. The root is, it's like it's fighting him. So whenever he gets him out, Frodo says, do you know that root actually threw me in to the river? So again, now you're really getting the idea that this this tree is something more than just a tree. And of course it swallowed Merry and Pippin, one of them whole, the other one half whole. So, At this point, Frodo and Sam are trying to figure out what to do. One of them suggests lighting a match, and I think even does, you know, or you know, with a whatever kindling they have, and they start to do that. And then Merry or Pippin shouts from inside the tree that they need to stop because the tree is telling them if they don't, then the tree is just going to kill both of them. So now they're just in a complete panic. They don't know what to do. They're being assaulted by a giant tree that they can't do anything to. And they just kind of start, well, Frodo at least, starts wildly running around shouting for help because he's at his wit's end. He doesn't know what to do at this point. And at that point, by luck, providence, Tolkien's world, probably providence, uh, but at that point they hear singing, and it's a nonsense song, and they just start listening, and sooner or later they see a yellow hat or maybe maybe the hat's not yellow, I can't remember the color of the hat, I, have to, I may be off on that, but anyway, they see a hat with a feather bobbing along over a hedge, and the next thing you know, Tom Bombadil pops out. Now, I'm not going to get into Tom Bombadil in this video, he deserves a video all his own, that'll be the one after this one, so stay tuned for next week. So that'll do it for the Old Forest for now, because that's really the main part of the episode, so I'll wrap up. So that's the Old Forest. Definitely a lot of things that kind of harken to the the Fangorn episode later on, if you're familiar with that, which if you've seen any any of the Lord of the Rings movies that cover that, I mean, you, you've seen it. So, I mean, you know what ints are and all that sort of thing, but if you haven't read the books, you don't know anything about the Old Forest. It's really interesting, though, because there's definitely a connection there, almost certainly. Maybe not, but Tom Bombadil actually explains a little bit more about the Old Forest and Old Man Willow whenever he talks to the Hobbits. So that'll be in the next video as well. Uh, what What do you think about this? Do you think this should have been included in the movies? I personally would have liked it if it had been because it definitely gives... I've mentioned in another video that Bree is actually kind of a transitional episode in the story, and so is this one. This is one of those episodes that kind of ups ups the stakes a little bit. You know, they've been chased by the Black Riders. Now they're also realizing that the broader world is just more scary in a lot of different ways. So I, I like the fact that Tolkien, in some of these earlier chapters that get le- left out of the books, is doing things that make the Hobbits realize this is a dangerous adventure regardless of whether you have enemies chasing you. There's other things about the world that are dangerous. So anyway, that's the Old Forest. Stay tuned next week for the Tom Bombadil video. Uh, I know a lot of you probably at least know a little bit about him, and you've seen me comment on him in some of my other videos. But if you like this video, please give it a like. Please subscribe to the channel to learn more about Tolkien, his writings, or and not even just his Lord of the Rings stuff, but pretty much anything. Uh, and I'll see you next time. And this is the Tolkien Geek signing out for the Tolkien Lore Channel. Namaste.